Parents say they want to build connection with their children. One of the ways to do that is to learn how to talk about a shared experience. It's being able to talk about the things that you have done together in a way that makes sense. It means that your child needs to be able to use some past tense referencing, and you need to be able to talk with them about something that is already done. Well, how do you teach this to a child that doesn't already know and use it? A child that isn't copying. That is the topic of today's lesson. So if you are wanting a strategy to be able to use with your child to teach them how to reference the past, this episode is for you. Are you tired of repeating yourself with your children or wonder why they don't listen? Are you frustrated because you wish your kids could communicate their wants and needs more clearly instead of whining or yelling? Are you plagued by the feeling that you cannot meet all the needs in your family? Hey parents, you don't need to stay overwhelmed and exhausted. It is possible to build strong family relationships and have boundaries that benefit kids. Hello, my name is Dina Lynn Rosenbush. I'm a mom, grandma, and speech-language pathologist of over 25 years. In this podcast, you'll find solutions to get kids to listen better and build family connection to feel confident in managing difficult behaviors and help your kids build more language of their own. So if you are ready to communicate in ways that build deep, meaningful connection and create a more peaceful, productive, and happy home, listen in. Let's interrupt the way you've been parenting so that you can become the parent you want to be. Well, let's get started. I'm excited to bring you this topic today. Because this is a topic I've heard parents be confused about many, many times. Why is it that some kids are able to use past tense and talk about things that they experience during the day when other kids are not? And whether it's this cause or that cause, I don't want to spend time on that. I want to spend time teaching you what it is you can do to help your kiddo refer to the past, use past tense, and talk about things that are shared experience that you already have done. Today I was talking to some friends that have a two-year-old, and the dad said to me, how do I get her to talk about things that we've already experienced, things in the past? So this episode is for you, Matt, and all the other parents that have asked the same question over the many years that I've been in the practice of speech pathology. I'm going to give you one strategy. I actually tried to record this a couple times already, and I thought, oh, I'll just say this and this and this. And by the time I was done, I thought, oh, you said too many things. That'll be confusing. So I decided to re-record and just give you one simple strategy. And like every skill set that we teach, there are many, many ways to do it. This is one. This is one effective way. But this is only one. So hopefully you find success in using it. I want you to think about how conversations flow and how we are very different with our adult friends than we are when we are talking with our children. Sometimes we forget that our children need conversational example, interactive, relational experience with their conversation. Instead, we start to pepper them with questions, somewhat meaningless questions as far as conversation goes. It's natural to do because we're checking them all the time. 
but it's not natural for what we're actually trying to get them to learn, which is interactive conversation. As an example, you don't say to that friend, well, what is this? What is this? What is this? What is this? <laughs> that's not the way our conversations go, are they? But sometimes when we're in conversation with children, that's exactly what we do. And when we teach our children how to interact with one another, especially about things that have already been, have happened or shared experiences that we've had in the past, we need to remember to go into the mode of communicating that we would have done with a very good friend. It helps our children to see how conversation happens. It shows them how it is that we, we refer to things in the past. So for an illustration, let's pick uh, going to the zoo. Maybe earlier in the day or in the week, you and your child, maybe a whole family had gone to the zoo. So if you were talking to your friend, you'd say, Hey, remember that time that we were at the zoo and the orangutan got in a fight with the other orangutan? When you're with your child, you're going to say, I remember the zoo. Do you remember the zoo? I remember the orangutans. I remember when that orangutan got into the fight with the other orangutan. They did this, and you might show it with your hands. So with your children, you are also going to say basically the same thing, the same feel of conversation, but you are going to draw them in with your description. Now, maybe that was a bad example. So let me just pick another one. Maybe you and your child go to the park and you went in the daytime today. And so then at night, you're going to say, Susie, I had fun playing on the swings today. Did you have fun on the swings? And then you pause. Did you notice my pause? That pause is that wait time that we want to give to our children because when we have kids that are language delayed or young, they need that pause in order to process and then to answer. So hopefully after you give them that pause, they'll nod their head or show some kind of affirmative response that they remember. Then you're going to talk from the child's perspective. So talk about what they experienced while they were swinging on the swings. You went high up in the air and then you went back and you went high up in the air again. Use as much of their sensory input as you can describe. You felt the wind in your hair. Do you remember the smell of that person cooking barbecue? I really liked that and I think you did too. Remember how we got hungry afterwards? You're going to talk about from all the sensory perspectives, the temperature of the swing, the, the feel of the sunshine on the rocks, the coarseness of the sand, or whatever it is that your child actually experienced. What were their sensory inputs? That is what you're going to talk about using past tense. Again, you're painting that picture for her. You're giving that really good example of how past tense is used. She has an experience of how to reminisce with somebody. And so imagine that all of your language is putting input and input and input into her mind. And along the way, keep in mind that you have many, many, many hundreds of inputs before children actually say the words that they're hearing. If that is the case, 
We want to just keep on giving those good examples, narrating the world for them. And by narrating, we are giving them lots and lots of that input so that they have the fodder to be able to draw from to express themselves when the time is right. Then you're going to verbally walk into the other part of the story. After we got off the swings, do you remember the train? I like the train. You like the train too. Do you remember? And if they're staring at you blankly, describe more of the situation. Here's an example. You were sitting in that seat with that little boy in the yellow shirt. We didn't know who he was, but he was nice. And then the truck on the road honked, and you remember, we both got startled. And when you say something about the startle, you might jump. What you're trying to do is paint the picture in her mind of what her experience was. And that way, you can draw her back to that time. While you are telling about it and talking with her about her experience, you will be naturally using those past tense verbs. I want you to use short sentences or shorter than you would with a a friend your age. But you're going to paint that picture really well for her. And while you're painting, all that past tense example will be poured into her and poured in and poured in. So that is what you're going to do. You are going to give a good example of how past tense works and how you can talk about a shared experience from another time that is past in a way that brings delight and honor to that experience. In doing so, you're going to demonstrate for her how it is that the words go together, how past tense verbs work. Then when she shows any kind of reference, such as pointing in the direction where something was that you had talked about, she is beginning to reference that experience. And maybe her reference is truly just gesture at this point. Take it. That's where we start. And you say, yes, it was out there. It was out the door, wasn't it? And then you start talking about the things you remember, again, from her experience. So always talk about what she actually experienced. Not, well, I thought you were going to fall off those swings. You don't talk about any of that because that wasn't her experience. That was your experience. So in order for her to develop language for her own self, she needs examples of the words in short sentences that tell her experience when she was playing at the playground. I hope this was helpful for those of you that are wondering how it is that you can build the language of our shared experience to be able to return to it in conversation. It promotes a shared joy something that you can talk about and that it builds on that they can share with their friends then later. This is connection. This is a solid way to build good connection. And again, this is one strategy that we use to build in language for our children to be able to communicate. If you are wanting more strategies in other areas or more in shared experience and, or past tense, All this is part of the coaching program that I teach that helps parents learn to communicate and connect better with their children. Get a hold of me if you would like more at hello at thelanguageofplay.com. 
Remember, mamas, when you get behind the eyes of a child, you can speak in a way their brains understand. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you feel hopeful and want to hear more, please share this podcast with other parents that might want the same. I would be so appreciative if you would rate and review. You can also connect with me through the email found below. Thank you.